This week on Not Sauce for Work, Terry and I are back and Eagle is hanging out too. On today's show, we talk about the comings and goings during the NFL trade deadline, Kyrie's semantical and anti-semantical conversations, and tipping pitches has become more common than tipping cows in Houston. Also, you'll never guess which former MLB pitcher has pictures of his soon-to-be former NFL owner. We'll get into this and much more on this episode of Not Sauce for Work on the Hot Sauce Sports Podcast Network. And I forgot that we don't have a break between the two <laughs> things that I say to start the show. How's it going, Terry? Very good, very good. How are you? Good. We had a, a mental health break last week. We did, yeah. So that we can focus on our gambling. <laughs> yeah. And I lost a ton of money, so I had to come back to work and do the show. You know uh, how much I like gambling? Mm-hmm. I have not gambled since the Stanley Cup playoffs. So how have you watched Thursday Night Football? Because <laughs> it's been terrible. I haven't. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I've also, watched a few, I hear that. But I've actually enjoyed football more now that I'm not gambling, which is weird. You probably saved yourself a lot of money, though, because teams that should be winning are not. And you probably would have bet for them anyway. I would have lost right. week three Survivor. I, I, I was I was picking my Survivors even though I wasn't in one. I'm in fantasy. Like, fantasy, mm-hmm. I don't consider yeah. it gambling. Well, I do a lot daily. I consider that That's gambling. gambling. Yeah. That's for sure gambling. But it's, it's like a... I'm happy that everybody like there's ad, there's gambling advertisements because it's like we know it was happening. Al Michaels like broke the fourth wall, whatever you want to call it, like years ago when he mentioned the spread. Well, he mentioned the spread. He said, he said, uh, oh, there's a lot of people that are going to be happy after the field goal, and there's also a lot of people that are not going to be happy after that field goal. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, they just busted the over, and and I was like, that was like one of the first times I ever heard an announcer say it, and it was interesting to me. It was. And to now me- they talk about it all the time. Well. Because like now it's legal and they advertise during games and, and they make money on it. Um, yeah, the leaks are taking a cut. That's why Calvin Ridley is not playing. Right? <laughs> yeah, because uh, they need to show. Look, look how transparent we yeah. are. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so the I it's been a good year for daily though because yeah. the low scores have kind of made things predictable. But this week scoring went insane, and so it was nuts this week. Yeah, I lost the money this week. Yeah. But it's all good. It's the all Cowboys good. and Bears game. What the hell was that? Forty nine yeah. to twenty nine. Bananas. Pretty wild. Yeah, pretty wild. But uh, by the way, I'm a Cowboys fan again. I mean, it's yeah, been a few I weeks. saw your hat. Congratulations, you're back. You. Thank you. I'm back. America's Terry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was weird because they played the Bears last week, so yeah. I was so kind of torn for like four seconds. It's passing the torch. To Justin Fields? No, to you. Oh, okay. From, no, pa- they passed you. <laughs> I was like, is Dak, pa- what torch is Dak passing? To no, 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 the, the torch is Terry. Oh, okay, I'm <laughs> And the torch. you're being passed from the Bears. To the so Cowboys. Justin Fields passed me over to Dak, to Dak Prescott. Okay, yeah. I get yeah. that. That makes more sense. Now. From a healthier hairline to one that needs uh, repair. So people in Denver hate Russell Wilson. Yeah, I can imagine. He's been terrible. So when I, yeah, I went to, um, I went to Denver last week. I went to Colorado. It was fantastic. Beautiful time. And we went to I went. Your brother wanted to p- me to pick up like a Denver Nuggets hat or uh, or something else. I think it was Rockies, uh, Rockies hat exactly. Yeah. So uh, I went to this random sports store. They had everything. It was fantastic. Uh, I got this hat, beautiful hat, and I also got a Denver Nuggets hat for your brother. And then I saw like there was a bunch of Let's Ride towels at the cash. I'm like, nobody really buys these. He's like, he's like, no. It's, it kind of died down for like really quick. If they were super discounted, you should buy some for everyone for Christmas. That's it. Yeah, he's like he's like after like it became a joke, everybody stopped buying it. And uh it's true. And it's it sucks because they're like they're just turned off by the guy. Yeah, it's also like so when you when you're playing at a place with no expectation, right? Like so it's like when people were so enamored with with uh with uh, Cooper Rush. Yeah. And then like you would look at 
not even like advanced analytics, just his stat line and be like, oh, he didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, but they're winning. Like, yeah. But it's like, people are happy because there's no expectations for yeah. Cooper Rush. Like, if Dak Prescott put up the same stat line and they won, everyone would be like, we need to get rid of Dak. Yeah, like, what's going on? <laughs> this team is so much better without Dak. Exactly, exactly. So, um, the burden of expectations is massive in pro sports. Huge. But, I, I, you know, we're going to get into the sports stuff in a second. Some other stuff has happened, and I, I do like to start to show off with stuff that's a little bit lighter, but um, it's difficult this week for me because just a lot of things are are happening in a world that I feel I understand less and less and less as time is going on. Um, it's crazy. And I'll start with two acts of violence um, that happened in this last week or so. Takeoff being murdered, obviously. Uh, it's obviously impactful when a young person dies, right? When 28 years old, not even 30. As far as I know, he didn't have kids, wasn't is married. He, but is he the second person from Amigos to die? I believe it's the first, isn't it? Good thing we have a producer. Yeah, I, I believe it's the first. How many people were in Migos? There's Three. There's Takeoff. There's Offset. And a name is not coming to me. Though. Future. No. No, not Future. Quavo, Takeoff, yeah, and Quavo, Offset. Quavo. Oh, no, okay, yeah, Quavo's not dead, is he? No. Okay. I thought he was the second guy to die. Um, but yeah, so... Um, and then... the There was the attack on Nancy Pelosi's husband where he was assaulted with a hammer and the reaction by, by his hired sex person i mean so that's been disproven <laughs> pretty quickly has but, it been disproven it has been um <laughs> how has it been disproven by journalists and research and you know the way the thing but there were disproven. journalists that said it was true so who do we believe well no get on twitter elon musk is saying the truth so right now elon musk is not a journalist despite what he thinks yeah but he owns the journalism world nope he doesn't <laughs> is the other part of that by the way the, the irony journalism. that freedom of speech is now going to cost you eight dollars a month yeah that's i mean it doesn't though right it does. No, <laughs> it well, doesn't. So here's the problem. You're paying for the verification. But I so, can do it right now. But so it, what happens if, let's say, for example, you don't want to pay for it? I don't have to. But let's say you don't want to. Yeah. And someone else says, I want to pay. I'm Terry Time. Go for it. I'm verified as Terry Time. So now. Well, technically, I'm Chris Chelios on Twitter. So, so but let's, say, let's say Chris. You should, by the way, verify yourself as Chris Chelios. <laughs> <laughs> totally unrelated. My profile you picture is a picture of Chris Chelios there we go. And my dad. So, uh, But so. The thing is, is that I actually see this to me. What the first thing that came to me was like, oh, Elon Musk just wants to bankrupt Twitter. Yeah. Because what you're doing is. They're already bankrupt, by the way. Well, yeah, they're losing $200 billion a year. But um, all you need is a billionaire to come in and pay that debt. Or, or what billionaires <laughs> like to do instead is liquidate yeah, as well. Which is what they're doing. And, and what happens is that if you make. So the reason why. Twitter's valuable is not because a lot of people use it because they don't. It's we've talked about it before how it's yeah. such a small percentage of active users. And yeah, it's it's ranked like seventeenth most active of all social networks. But it's it's the 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 the, the journalists, politicians, and the yeah. people of influence that do use it are are important, right? Yeah. But so now, if they aren't willing to contribute, and you and the verification doesn't mean anything, yeah, then it loses all value. In which case, I think it's how you get $44 billion back. I, I think the $8 thing for the verification is stupid. And first of all, all the blue check marks that are complaining mm-hmm. now, that, oh, I'm going to lose my blue check mark, it didn't really mean anything before. Like, I have friends who are blue check marks. It doesn't it just, matter. So it makes it easier for me to prepare the show because I know if it's uh, a Kyrie tweet or if it's uh, Ian Carmel pretending to be Kyrie yeah. today as a joke. Um, but yeah, like, it helps. It helps. 
just quickly ascertain whether or not the information is reliable or not, right? Like, you don't have to go check and does see, it, is this the real yeah. person? Like, but also, it does, yeah, it dep- if what they're saying is pertinent to them, right? Because if it doesn't mean just because they have a blue check mark that they're, that they're saying accurate information. No, no, no. So, like, if you follow someone and you believe their information to be accurate, like, so, for example, we follow Adam Schefter. Yeah. Uh, when he says a trade's going to happen, we know a trade's going to happen. Yeah. But if, if I create a, an account called Adam Schefter and, and for a second you don't know that it's not Adam Schefter and I say, uh, you know, the Dolphins trade for Joe Montana, <laughs> and it's like, whoa, Joe Montana's back. How know? many people fell for the Ariel Hilwani, like the fake yeah. one, you know, the one with the I instead of the L? How many people fell for that? Like, yeah. that, like well, even today yeah. we almost fell for the to fake. D- today Ian Carmel, Carmel yeah, made me exactly. believe he was Kerry Irving. There was one, one guy. Because he's also blue checkmark, but for being himself. One guy posted, um, he had a picture of, um, he's, a, he's a Habs guy. His name is Abs Coverage. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he changes, he always does this. He'll change his profile picture to whatever like the journalist is. So he changed it to, uh, to Ian Rappaport. And he said, uh, not to Ian Rappaport, to, um, it was a hockey thing. And he's like, Michael oh. Rappaport. I always confuse No, it was a too. hockey. I forgot who it was, but he said, he's like, oh, uh, Brendan Gallagher was sent down to make space for Joel Edmondson. So everybody started going nuts. Like, oh my God, what the hell is this? Like, we're not, they're not going to send Gallagher down to the minors. At six point one million dollars, no. like it's just not going to happen. Yeah, the um, but people and believe we, it, and we all occasionally get fooled by the internet. That does just. Oh, I got fooled a few times. Yeah, like a couple times. And sometimes, did you get caught? I'm like, yeah, I got caught. Yeah, it is what it is. Right? It's it's why we tend to check stuff before we come to the show. No, right? not it's me. Like not we me. put not you, but most no of check. us, the responsible ones. Uh, I read a headline. That's that's the information that I'm going to give out to everybody until I read another headli- headline. That is that's how I function, and the that's the destruction how of our world. That's how the world right should there. function. Nope. <laughs> yes, because that's how the world is functioning. No, and it's what's causing everything. Because what I'm doing is I'm opening dialogue. So if I say but something, not, it, that all that does is cause discord because people are poorly informed on the things you're talking no, about. No, but the, I'm not your f- source of information. So if I say something but you people disagree assume with, then just disagree we'll, with me. We'll talk about we'll talk about how this is being misused when we talk about Kyrie later in the okay, show. Cool. But so but just to bring it back, like like. While I was scrolling, scrolling through Elon's Twitter, um, he's I, hilarious, by the way. I kept seeing reactions to takeoff, which of course is largely sad, right? Like a dude died. Yeah. But like when it came to a dude being attacked in his own home with a hammer, People I thought the yeah. safe space was like eighty-year-olds being attacked in their home was like, yeah, well, let's put politics aside and be like, this is a human person that shouldn't be attacked. Exactly. But no, apparently I'm wrong. Holy shit, the internet's a terrible place. It's because anytime it, it's 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 crazy because it's like your your human decency and the book you're reading about moral philosophy or whatever it is. Yeah. Mike Schur's uh uh How to Be Perfect. They show you that like just don't be a dick. Yeah. It's it's literally like a guiding force for in in my life is try to just be a better person than I was. So what's the right? story behind this Paul Pelosi attack? So um, he By the way, who apparently is the uh, the, the last headline I read said <laughs> that he uh, he out invests he out earns in his investments more than Warren Buffett, who's the best investor in the history of the world for sure. Somehow Paul Pelosi. Yeah. So here's the thing: I'm not willing to what about when you got attacked. No, you literally did. I'm what abouting it. <laughs> no, no, I, no, I'm not what abouting about the attack because I. What's the truth about this? So here's the the story: the a person living illegally in the United States decided in the Pelosi home. No. <laughs> oh, okay. No, he was not living. That's why he had to break it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> broke okay. into okay. the Pelosi to have home sex with Paul Pelosi, whatever it is, and brought tie wraps. So his plan was to either kidnap the husband or Pelosi, ideally if she was home. Or Paul Pelosi likes it rough, and he, this guy knows it. 
So he admitted to police, by the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> so because <laughs> he got paid. Because they're, they're, oh, okay. they're worth billions. Mr. Pelosi managed to place a phone call to 911 to bring in the emergency service to respond. Naturally. During that period of time, he got into like a pseudo fisticuffs matchup, whatever it was. Where he was restraining the guy from hitting him. The moment the police came and they told him to like put his hands down or whatever it was, yeah. the guy then beat him with the hammer. And oh, that's cool. Him. Yeah. Yes. That's and cool. the police did not shoot him instantly because so he was white. How clearly. fat was the envelope <laughs> that Nancy gave to these cops? That's my question. Uh, probably zero dollars. Because because she's a millionaire and she's a pl- public servant. They both but what's are. the benefit? They've earned over $200 million but, amongst the both of them. But what's the benefit? Who benefits from him getting hit, from an 80-year-old man getting hit in the head with a hammer? No, the benefit is that this 80-year-old man has a boyfriend and this boyfriend just got paid off to not say anything. That's where I'm but going with why could So why would he need to break in? Why was he didn't break in. Why was he They're saying, making it seem like he broke in. <laughs> but he broke in. I watch Homeland. I know how this shit works. Oh, yes. You're right. The fictionalized yeah. TV show. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's totally. not seen on Homeland <laughs> is the radicalization of the uh, right-wing conservatives yeah. to try and um, pull out political attacks against their adversaries. That's, that's, th- that's the thing that, like... So I'm going to mention another a fictionalized TV show. I'm watching Andor. It's about Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> it's a Star Wars show. Can't get into it. But, like... It's it shows the I like mil- having sex. I can't watch Star Wars. Oh, I like having sex while watching Star Wars. It's the best. That's a, a weird turn on, right? Dude, what, like my eight-year-old self is high-fiving myself. <laughs> Dude, you're have cool you, have now. Have you never seen Princess Leia's costume? Uh, of course, yeah. yeah, yeah I've masturbated many times. I have not once and never will. <laughs> you're missing out. I feel like you're missing out. Yeah. Seriously. I don't think so. It doesn't really get me going. Well, you haven't tried. You can, <laughs> you you can you're talking play. about the cinnamon rolls on the ears and stuff? Oh, yeah. Can, uh, well, can, I also love cinnamon rolls. Oh, okay. That's you can make your girlfriend be Princess Leia and you can be Jabba the Hutt. I mean, I already look like Jabba the Hutt. That's why. Really nice. I like cinnamon rolls too, especially with the hot jizz on the ears. That's, That's the, the best what? part. And it, you're adding the jizz. Yeah. Um, but I thought Eagle was going to get that Louis C.K. reference. <laughs> for you. I got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's it called? But with with like, it shows like the militarization of a malcontent, right? Mm-hmm. And like, and I was like, oh, this is. You know, like often in fictionalized stories, they do try and draw parallels, and it's like that's a thing that legitimately worries me. Is like, why are people like? I'm not talking about having. Like Discord and having yeah. conversations about uh, about I love that this is the picture that's up when we're talking about this, but like having conversations that is pretty sexy uh, that we that we disagree with or whatever. But like when when it gets to the point where you're okay <laughs> with physical violence and physical attacks, like I don't know, that's that's not gonna be okay for me. That world is so divisive, and I, I like I'm on Twitter for a few reasons. I'm on Twitter because. It's a good way to kill time. You get your sports info. You get a few comedians that I follow. You know, whatever. You get a, few, a picture here and there, a few interactions, whatever. Ian Carmel convinces me that he's yeah, Kyrie Irving. Exactly, yeah. yeah, all that shit. I'm and on Twitter for OJ Simpson and Jose Canseco. The only, yeah, no, the only Twitter followers you need. The only one. And yeah. uh, and and Iron Sheik. The only three you need. Yeah. Oh, and Stephen it, King. Stephen King's very angry. It's it's a it's a complete worldview. <laughs> You learn about aliens. You learn about Bigfoot, yeah, steroids. All of it. All of it. And uh, you learn about how OJ wasn't a killer. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Twitter world? Uh, <laughs> that's my favorite thing is his introduction. Yeah. His introduction. Uh, but yeah, let's get to uh, let's get to the news. Ah, uh, Terry's the news. Is it? No, maybe. <laughs> it is. Sure. Um, Eagle, I've been waiting like 17 years to ask this question. Are the dolphins good? 
I feel like we did this topic already. We did it already, though. yeah. We did, did we? Yeah. I never remember. I don't think any inventory because it's not a real topic. It's just we we use it the way every sports show uses it just to start talking about a thing that's relevant this week. Yeah, but so you've specifically chosen to do the Dolphins twice because you haven't been able to do this in like two or three decades. But are the Dolphins good? <laughs> so, no. No, okay. They are good, but they're not. You know what I mean? Nope. <laughs> so this is this is what you have to understand about the NFL. All right. I'm going to teach you lessons. Right no, here. please, please. Okay. I'm, I'm all about lessons. So th- they're good right now. They look good. They're fun. Yeah. Tua's on fire, as you said in our group chat. He's Many a, times. No stop. Every time he throws to Waddell, he's a, he's a perfect QBR. 158.3 QBR. Perfect QBR. P- perfect QBR for Tua when he's throwing to Waddell. Waddell, Waddell, however you pronounce it. We're in Quebec, so it's Waddell. So uh, we're week seven right now? Yeah. Eight? Eight. Oh, week nine. We eight. just no, finished week no, eight. No, we finished week eight because the trade deadline, yeah. Exactly, week nine. yeah. So, we, uh, first of all, a lot of trades, good trades. Yeah. Happy we'll with the trades, big yeah. games. Chase Claypool to the Bears. I it's like the that. reason we were talking about the Dolphins yeah. is to start talking about the trade deadline. L- listen to this. <laughs> we're using the fake topic. It's the first take method. Oh, okay, okay, I get it. <laughs> so, I get it now. So, they're going to suck in like three weeks. Okay, And they're not going to matter because it's just the way football works. Okay. I've got to be to throw a conversation The way football this. works is... Like I'll give you a few a few examples. I'll give you a few examples. The Dolphins are just going to end up not making the playoffs. It's possible. It's possible. They didn't make the playoffs last season after winning like their eight, their last like eight games. The Cowboys will, and then lose in the first round to the Vikings. But that's yeah natural. Right. And then the Vikings will lose when they play at night. Exactly. Yeah. So then they'll play the next week. They'll play somehow the Sunday because they had a good game against the Cowboys. Let's use this momentum. Kirk Cousins is on fire, and then he'll throw for ten points. How happy will you be against the Packers? How happy will you be if the Cowboys get scheduled to play the Vikings for the first playoff game, eight thirty at night? Oh, that, that's just like I'm not even watching. It's Money in the Bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DraftKings put all, all the Cowboys. Money. Yeah, anybody. Dak, Zeke, Tony Pollard. Yeah, Ceedee Lamb's gonna roast them for sure. Quadruple stack that shit. Yeah. Um, but Michael so Parsons, like I, you know what it is for me, Terry. I've never had like you're a Cowboys fan, so so you like and, and Eagle, you're you're a Packers fan, so. Uh, because of like the history of both teams, <coughs> and the f- like, in the case of the Packers, fairly recent success. Yeah. Um, Constant success, man. No, I, I feel like the Packers have always been like there's like obviously there was a few years there where they weren't, but they've always been in the picture. No, we always go like, like, like they went fourteen and two to uh, twelve and four type they of d- thing. They and did, we lose they to the Niners in the, the conference Niners. finals. Yeah. The, the same way the Colts kind of went from Manning to Luck, they went from Favre to to Rogers to Rogers, right? Yeah. And so, oh, sorry, from Favre to Rogers. And so, who was before Favre? A uh, bunch of nobodies. Yes. <laughs> bunch of nobodies. Um, curious. But Bart I, I don't Star. even, I, I'm not <laughs> even that old. Um, Bart Starr. They yeah, it was Bart Star for sure, but yeah. it was like two guys between. Um, Matt Flynn. No, Matt Flynn was way after. Matt Flynn was a backup. Yeah. And then he signed with the Seahawks. Big money. Didn't do anything. That's yep. For that's sure. Yeah, because he played that one game that uh, Rodgers got hurt. Yeah. And then he got a big contract. Yeah. And then he was never heard from again. <laughs> and then suck Russell it, Wilson got traded to the <laughs> Denver Broncos. <laughs> to quote Blake Bortles, suck it, nerds. Mm. Take your money and leave. But the... Uh, Let's ride. I've Let's never ride. I've never been a fan of a football team that's a national story. Miami's not a national team? Never. Never. They're a regional team. They're always on at one o'clock. They the team is always kind of this middling nine and seven. Like they're they're really bad they enough to get writers. like a top pick. I guess because it's like Miami, you assume that they're going to get like primetime games and stuff like that. Miami, the city. I mean, yeah. Well, like it, it's since they drafted two, they have been, but like they they really haven't been exciting. And yeah, like, like Jay Feely's not doing it for you, you know? No, not at all. Jay Fiedler and Fiedler. Cleo Lemon. And yeah, 
Like all Jeff that. Jeff Garcia. Like from Dan Marino until now. Like, I guess the, the Ricky Williams years were exciting in a different way. Did Geno Smith play for the Dolphins? No, or he played for the Jets. He was one of the only ones, yeah. He got drafted by the Jets. Jets. I am curious to see what happens with the Dolphins, though, because typically when we look at the NFL, the teams that are good stay good the entire season, even when the other teams are specifically game planning against their strengths. That's and my so point. right now the Dolphins, as much as they've been successful, they haven't truly had a team like specifically game plan around two and Tyreek Hill and the entire group. So I'm curious to see if the success is going to continue into the second half of the year yeah. and if McDaniels can actually make the adjustments necessary to fix this, right? Because that's where first-year coaches kind of get caught out, which is the other coaches are so good at doing this that you kind of get caught with your pants down in a critical game. Yeah. I maybe, but I'm all the way in on McDaniel's. Like the like I've watched. Why wouldn't you be? He's so relatable to us. He is because he loves pot. Yeah, <laughs> but, but also he and he's a gruber. And he, yeah, he likes McGruber. And he's just yeah. funny. And and like he, he doesn't read do an the bullshit. Report. <laughs> like like especially this week. Who needs it? This week watching him versus Dan Campbell and like Dan Campbell is charming in a completely other way, right? Where he's just the prototypical football guy. Mike McDaniels just represents something different. Yeah. Just give me something different, against right? The gr- against the green. Bring and back Adam Gaze. <laughs> no, nope, <laughs> never again. Um, Imagine Gaze as like a, a coordinator to Mike McDaniels. No. Oh, that would be fantastic. Be ter- be I'd ter- lo- just give me a camera. I'd watch that like Big Brother all day. I'd just watch that. I just I would like to see the meetings when Gaze is just staring miserably. <laughs> yeah, and, I just want to see that. And McDaniels uh, trying honestly, to talk him up. I'd love that meeting because it would just be Adam Gaze presenting the worst plays possible yeah. to Mike McDaniels. He has to excuse himself to go roll a joint and smoke up so he no, comes back I, you and finish don't think, the meeting. You don't think Mike McDaniels is carrying on a, carrying around a vape? At all times. Yeah, all, all times. times. And he, he turns the corner. Hey, what was that smoke? I don't know. There's a fire somewhere. Yeah, probably some fire. <laughs> Global warming. <laughs> Global warming's a sun bitch, huh? Later, the boss. only thing fired here is you, Adam Gaze. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Get the fuck out of here. But like, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. So based Mike on how... Mike McDowell's and half-baked. Based on how all in I've been. Yeah. How all in, all all in I've been... I've actually watched a couple of games in the All Eleven, and like, there are plays where I I rewind. I'm like, I don't even understand how there was a defender standing there a second ago, and then as soon as Waddle gets there at 17 yards, there's no defender and he's <laughs> wide open. And it's, it's it's just it's 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 really smart. It's really adaptable. It's it's a coach coming in. We talked about it before the show where a coach came in and said, "This is what I have. Let's give that the best situation and not force my way." And it's been cool. It's been cool to watch. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I've been uh, to a, uh, not, I don't want to say hater, but like kind of like, uh, let's just get this over with. Get the three years out of the way so he can start backing up and everything. But now I'm like, no, this guy has a place in this league. He looks yeah. like he's slinging it out there and he's having I'm fun. All in on QAnon. Uh, no, QAnon. QAnon. But <laughs> one more concussion and I think it's Saturday. Yeah, Saturday the, the, the worry I have is actually his frame, is whether or not he's big enough to actually. Well, that was all the whole thing, right? He's just a small guy, right? I heard, I heard Ricky Williams talk about it and he's like, I also had a conversation with my son, and I said, you know when you leave football practice? He says, yeah. He says, are the other kids uh, complaining about how big you are? And he said, no. He says, then football's not for you. <laughs> like, that's a good point. That's what Ricky told his son. He's like, he's like when I was in high school, yeah, he was I was a kid game. that people were complaining about. Like shouldn't legs. be in the same team or shouldn't division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. huge. Huge. Um, so, yeah. So, the Dolphins trade for Chubb and, uh, for Bradley Chubb and, and Jeff Wilson. Good pick. Um, but... Is that are those the trades that 
sort of were the most impactful to you, or do you, did you see anything else? Do we count CMC as a trade deadline move? Yeah, yeah, I think so because you know, there was like there was like fifteen trades, man. Yeah, no, but I, th- I think CMC is the biggest one. We can't ignore it only because just because it didn't happen at the deadline. Yeah, they were obviously trying to. They, they I don't think they oversold. I don't think they undersold. I think it was just it was a good price for what what people were looking for and. Yeah. And the Panthers are like, we're going to get this now. Let's just get it now. Like, it, why wait another week? And well, see look, what you can get? the Panthers clearly need to rebuild. Yeah, right? so and they're like, let's just take all your second round picks and we'll take it from there. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, Teddy Bridgewater isn't their solution. Uh, but even at that, like, are they going to draft Teddy Bridgewater on the Dolphins, dude? Oh, you're right. He it was played, a year. Yeah, started he two yeah. games. Yeah. Does he wear his gloves? Oh yes, he does in Miami. I don't know, I don't know how he does that. It's terrible. I, I, Hands I must that stink. Yeah. Gross. Um. But yeah, so also Hawkinson going to the Vikings. Wow, I'm yeah, like that's a big one. I mean, Irv, Irv Smith, Irv Smith Jr. I don't know, is he injured? He's out. He's out. Six eight weeks. Uh, good thing I have him in one of my fantasy leagues. Yeah, so naturally, I that's why him. he got hurt. <laughs> <And> dropped <laughs> him. Yeah, exactly. He's like, who owns me? Ah, oh, but me. but he's been on my bench. I just hadn't used him because I had yeah. T.J. Hawkinson. Is that is that why I crushed you this week in our keeper league? Or uh, oh, was that you? Yeah, it was me. Oh, it's bad. Clink, clink, clink. It's because. I have Mahomes and Kelsey in all my leagues, and yeah. it was their bye week this week. It lo- yeah, it also hurt me in another league where I have Mahomes and Kelsey. Exactly. <laughs> it's a you good strategy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you got lucky. Um, Roquan Smith to the Ravens. Because I put Derek Carr in. Uh, that's a good one. Well, but here's the thing. I think back to when Roquan Smith got drafted. You know, like once in a while there's like a football analyst who says something and it sticks in your mind? Yeah. For me, it's Seth Galina. Who when, when, when they took Roquan Smith, who I loved because he was a Georgia Bulldog, when they drafted Roquan Smith, he he was like laughing at them like ha ha using a first round pick on an interior linebacker. So I, I saw the trade and I was like ha ha trading for an interior <laughs> linebacker. <laughs> Pretending like I know what that means. That's <laughs> the best. But that's the, like on an interior linebacker, it's like because you can get them. And the thing is, in t- yeah. nowadays interior linebackers is like it's just a revolving door, right? There's no more because you also use safeties in different, yeah, in different exactly. situations. And yeah, and people pay more money. You'd rather draft like ends and and so you know you want more sacks and stuff like that. Middle linebackers or a guy like Mika Parsons that can kind of be moved. And well, Mika was drafted as a linebacker, but yeah. he's more like an end. He's more like a rush end. He but they, he's they basically use the more coverage Swear. and stuff too. Like yeah, he's the Marcus Swear. Yeah, the Marcus Swear. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but Leighton Vanderesh is not. So like he's the type of guy where but you're not drafting Leighton Vanderesh in the first. Trump, they right? did though the Cowboys. Oh, they did. did? Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. Right. But that's because they were anticipating uh, Sean Lee retiring in a yeah. couple of years, and they had also drafted um, the year before. They had drafted Jalen Smith in the second oh, round. Did you did you hear that? That was uh, Seth Galina laughing ah. at all of your analysis. And he hadn't played. He played only played like nine man football. Okay. His entire <laughs> life. <laughs> cool. Before he went to Boise State for two years, and then he got drafted in the first. He's still good. He's been fine. Yeah, he's good. He's been yeah. good. Um, plus, he he looks like uh, like Lee, so yeah, and it's it's literally copy paste, copy paste, copy pasty. Those Midwest linebackers, yeah. you know what I mean. Um, but so with the story that or the the trades that didn't happen, like the ones that to me were like obviously Eagles Packers getting no receivers again, Brandon Cooks being the receiver not traded. To I don't the know Packers. why the Packers didn't go hard for a guy like Claypool if he was on the block. I mean, Claypool would have been nice because they, just, they just don't do it. And then Cam Akers so in the. Man. Most toxic work environment in the NFL. Yeah. Oh I think God. the other question is, what do you give up to try and get uh, cl- uh, Claypool and everything? Well, like he that? went to the Bears for, what, a second? Uh, a second and a fourth and something next year like fourth that, or yeah. something? Yeah, I mean, they're that's stupid. I mean, maybe they're going maybe for the Maybe they draft. wanted a first and they Ma- said If no. they come out and say, no, we're waiting for the draft, that'd be unbelievable. That would be fucking... That would be, yes. You, at that point, Eagle, you have to get the t-shirt that says waiting for a receiver in the draft. Yeah, I get it. Just green and yellow, like n- nothing, no, no, no Packers, no Packers font, like graphic. I'm starting just green and yellow. I'm starting to be convinced that they only paid Aaron Rodgers just to shut the 
shut the people up, and they're like, we're going to ride this guy out for a couple of years, and he's going to leave on his own accord. I think that... It's like where you, you're telling your person to break up with you when you don't Jordan want to Jordan Love is them. close. I think that we think... He's ready. ...that winning is as important to the people in charge as it is to us as fans. And largely... That's a fucking good point. It's not. Piece. Because general managers want to keep jobs, coaches want to keep jobs, and the easiest way to keep a job is if you have a star quarterback. And that's all it is. Pay him whatever you got to pay him and keep keep our jobs. But Matt LaFleur, is he a good coach? I think he is. Fine, he's fine. I but he maybe have he, the he's also only ever been a head coach with Aaron Rodgers. So and we'll, what has we'll he done? See. Okay, so you're a great coach. What schematically have you done to make him better oh, this year? Don't even talk to me about X's and O's. But that's what I'm saying. I like, have no like, idea. I, I, I also don't. But like the results are like you're not getting better, right? Yeah. So like you couldn't be better than what Mike McCarthy got out of him? The Packers are one of those teams. The Packers, the Cowboys, the Bears, the the you know, I, I, you're, you shocked me a little bit with the Dolphins. You're saying they're not a national team. There's like ten teams in the league that are always going to be their fans are not going to leave them. Yeah, yeah, but so here's where Steelers. I find it a little bit yeah. different when it comes to the Packers. Uh, other teams they report to their board of directors, ownership group, yeah, whatever. That's it is, a big right? difference. So the uh, owners, yeah, the owners true. and the GMs can get in the room and say, "Listen, guys, our team this year is going to be shit. We're going to go budget." They can't say this out loud, obviously, to yeah. the fan base, right? They're like, "Oh, it's like this is the year we're going to build." And internally, you know what your target is. You look at your schedule. You say, "We're fucked. We're fucked. We're fucked. We're fucked. We're fucked." Okay, we're drafting next year. But you right? guys don't you have an owner. You guys don't but have an owner. That's exactly yeah. it. Well, so there's the a point. To, there's a the point fans. to governor though. Yeah, who acts as the owner. Fair, but yeah. at the end of the day, if you are an owner in this group, you're supposed to be receiving updates in terms of what the strategy is for mm-hmm. that year. And so it's a little bit different there where every year it's always, this is the year we're going to win a championship. This is the year we do this. This is the year we do that. And yet the moves they make are just make no fucking sense in terms of what your plan actually is. Can we know? buy into the Packers? You were able to. Oh, now you can. Yeah, they close, no, you the, they close the uh, investments. Now. You can buy it off someone else in theory, but yeah, that's not worth it. They're nah. getting season tickets for the Habs. Not going to happen. I got rid of mine. Really? Yeah. <sighs> After the Stanley Cup run. <laughs> I feel like you mismanaged that entire thing. No, no. We made money on that. I, I yeah, know, but, but like... You will continuously make money off of that. Because like... Uh, it was just a hassle at that point. I knew I was still going to make money on it, but I was just... It, it just like... But you could literally pay but like someone it, to manage it for you and still make money off of them. I get it, but it wasn't my tickets and he would have to... I would have to pay him. Oh, okay. Had, yeah, I, thought they were, no. I thought they were just... They weren't mine. Like okay. a guy, a, a friend... We he bought all, part, we know who part he season tickets, basically. He, yeah, so he bought the season tickets when after the lockout. He was one of the people that jumped in and then he was splitting them with another friend of ours and I jumped in with them and then that friend left so we were splitting it two ways before it was three. So... uh but then when he's like, ah, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, he just had a second kid. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, like I, the two games I go to every year, I'll spend the fucking 200 bucks to go and watch them. Yeah, I get that. I just to me, it was like as an investment, it's like, well, this is a low period. This is where you should be buying more season tickets. More, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Um, but the prices don't go down. That's the thing. I know. The I pr- know. And the prices will never go down. I spent I went to the Habs game. I got there. Uh, I got I got one hot dog. Uh, yeah, a bag of chips and a beer and congratulations a on your mortgage payment. Thirty bucks, man. Yeah. Thirty fucking bucks. Yeah, like, that's crazy. I I've never gone and spent five hundred dollars recently. It doesn't make sense. It just tickets are three hundred bucks, and then I got there. I was free tickets. We okay. got tickets. The Habs gave us tickets for like our hockey thing with the kids, but like it was fun. It was like they lost, but like it was just like I I don't know, man. It's like it's so expensive. Yeah, and a beer is fourteen dollars for a can of Heineken and. It's fucking bananas, man. It's fucking bananas. Yeah. How are you going to pay? B-A-N-A-N-A-S. <laughs> Speaking of bananas. <laughs> actually, no. Got to do this one first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's been reported that the Washington Commanders owner, uh, 
Oh yeah, the owner Daniel Snyder has sought Bank of America's help. Uh, I've, it's funny. This is the first time I've ever seen the ac- acronym BOFA, B-O-F-A, of which every time I see uh, who's helping Daniel Snyder, BOFA these nuts. <laughs> it's the first thing that came to mind in my mind. Is that a meme? No, I just I saw it. I saw really? it. BOFA. Uh, both to help nuts. to I help like uh, to help Daniel Snyder. So. I like it. We should put both as our title. Yeah, it's but it's an NFL team. Peas. What could it cost? Ten dollars? <laughs> Couple billion, I imagine. Five and a half billion. I Did believe. They, oh, they the haven't evaluated it yet. They and as we speculated for two years, the Washington Primes are not being recorded by uh, by Bezos. Are they? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. It's gonna it's been reported today. He's uh, interested. Been interested. That's gonna happen. Yeah. What about Gary V? He just wants to buy the Jets. I think he wants the Jets. Yeah. He yeah. wants the Jets. I don't know if he'll ever get them though. That'd be crazy. Probably not. But the um, yeah, I it's getting an ownership stake in the Jets. It's he wild to me that it went from like they're never going to bring me down, and I have a file on everyone to like, all right, just give me my five billion. Well, they're like, just take your money and shut the fuck up, man. Yeah, like we've been in this. Like, like you know the game. This is the game. Yeah. You buy it to sell it eventually. Just take it now. You know what? And if he's gonna fucking whistleblow and go do it, but like if he does, he's gonna get destroyed by. I'm guys. sure there's gonna be language that costs him money if he doesn't. If he does say anything, right? Like, if anything, he's probably negotiate. Him so- him talking was never an option. Yeah, it just negotiating power against the other owners because they all hate each other. Yeah, right. Like billionaires don't get along with other billionaires. Nope, it's a thing. It's a thing. So, um, yeah, he's on his way out. I'm sure Washington fans are happy. Um, it's one fairly decrepit owner who's not going to be owning a team, so that's okay. But I mean, it'll probably go to someone who's also a piece of garbage. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll chances see are a piece of garbage. Yeah. Chances, chances are. are. Chances are. Um. Speaking of bananas, <laughs> Kyrie Irving, um, have you been following the last Kyrie Irving saga? Wh- which, by the way, Steve Nash got chose the best week to get fired. Yeah. Best week to get fired. Nobody's talking about him at nope. all. Between the NFL, Daniel Snyder, Kyrie Irving, no one's mentioning Why him. Why would you? Um, he was all, he, nobody mentioned him regardless, even when he was coaching them. Like, he didn't even exist. I forgot that Steve Nash was the coach. Well, last year was so a many story, times. right? Yeah. Because it's like he got handed the keys and like... People don't realize how hard it is to manage those egos. To manage stars like that, idiots like that. And, w- and we see it, like, we see with Russell Westbrook, right, who still thinks he is what he was 10 years ago. No, there's no way. And, like, he was great. And, he, like, on another team. He's still great, but. He'll still be good. Yeah. But an aging superstar is never as good as they used to be, right? No, not even close. So. I, uh, I have a hot take on this topic. All of hot takes. On? On Kyrie, uh, Kyrie Irving. Well, let's explain what it is first, Eagle. Yeah. So, um. He's been taking to social media. He shared uh, l- links to a that related to a book and video that have been largely considered to be anti-Semitic. Uh, the theories were exposed and used by Alex Jones, who recently was forced to pay millions of dollars in a settlement where he had to admit <laughs> that the children who died in Sandy Hook, actually died at Sandy Hook, and the parents who were grieving um, did not make it all up. Um, so, just a bad look in general. Um, I how are we living in a world where that can happen? How are we living in a world where Nazi uniforms are Halloween costumes? You saw that? Yeah, in Montreal, dude, at Dawson College. Oh, that was Montreal? Yeah, well, the one of them was at Dawson College, like, in Montreal, at Dawson College. And there's the Jewcath in Montreal, in Dawson. Absolutely. And I didn't know that. There, like, also, uh, Nazi rallies 
in in South Carolina. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? The world is fucked, man. We're fucked. But anyway, Eagle, what's your take? So <laughs> here, here's, you up. here's my what's hot your take. take? <laughs> this is all Kanye's fault. If Kanye doesn't say anything, Kyrie doesn't tweet anything. No, Kyrie's been tweeting this stuff. Just, bl- just blame Kanye. Yes, but now that someone else is doing it, he feels more inspired. He feels so like he can lead the movement <laughs> along with Kanye along the did way. You see, did you see? He Ka- has backup. Did you, know? you see Kanye after the whole th- after he lost Adidas and everything, and then he was on a podcast. I don't know which podcast he was on, and he starts talking. And he's like, and he's like, and who was my doctor? He's like, my doctor. Oh, yeah. He's like, who was my doctor? I, I can't say he's it. Like, I, I can't say, say it. it. I can't like, say who he was. Yeah, yeah. What? He pauses for a second. He has like this little. He's like, it was a Jewish doctor. It's like, all right, man, you were almost there. You were almost there. <sighs> but he's just an idiot. He's just an idiot. We've given him way too much credit. Well, and like, we'll get to Kanye later in the show, also. But like, but Kyrie too. It's like I, Kyrie came. Didn't Kyrie he went like, to Duke? <laughs> He's not a dumb guy, Kyrie. I just he's not a dumb guy. He's not a dumb person, and I just he's misguided. Yeah, and he's ill-informed often, and he thinks he's smarter than he is. Exactly. Like yeah. you and I have no illusions about our intelligence. No, but we like know him. exactly the level we are at. But <laughs> the thing about the red hat that drove me to a point of exhaustion, which was misdiagnosed by a I'm not going to say what race, what people, uh, doctor, and Wait what hospital. And Wait what media it. went to. We know Wait I can't say that. Wait for it. It was a Jewish doctor. <laughs> like, the pause is comedic. The like, thing, like, if that was on Parks and Rec, I would have believed it was, like, <laughs> a from a comedy. Yeah, show. exactly. It's a parody. Yeah, it's a, par- it's a parody. It's a parody. And we'll, we'll explain what that is in a second. But, like, with Kyrie and Kanye, it's like, when you, when you say something and then you get, the, you get support and you get hate, you're obviously going to jump on the people. You're going to... Uh, uh, double down on the with the people that support you. So you're gonna double down on some dumb shit. Like he doubled down on the flat Earth shit, and then you have to co- like if you mention your Kyrie and your post game interview, you have to talk about Sandy Hook. Yeah, you have to say I don't think that Sandy Hook was fake. I don't like believe Alex Jones. Like imagine you have to do that. It's just it's fucking bananas. That you're an athlete. You have is, to talk about these things. First of all, if I'm rich, I'm not managing my own social media because it's a. It's the worst. This is what happens. Let's ride. But you want let's ride. But you want control over I guess your I guess that's the option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other option is you Russell Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the problem. But th- th- like the thing is is like it's just it's if you're not careful, it's easy to step in it, right? And and um the doubling down is dangerous because like yeah, you you are you are going to find people who support you no matter what. And like I- I'll say this, like there is one take that I saw which I'm not, I'm not gonna defend Kyrie, but I can understand. I guess I can understand the mindset. So like, it was a dude saying like, black people in America don't understand their lineage because it, it was taken from them, right? Yeah. And so they're always searching for something for something, right? And so like, he found sort of kinship with Jewish people, but then also was like, at the same hand, doesn't want to f- like feel oppressed and be basically being rich and being powerful. Yeah. He he wants to rather than show oppression, show power. And that somehow reaches a point of Holocaust denial. It's oh like, my God, it's fucking crazy. It, it, like I can see like I can see the 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 logic points that get you there, right? But it's just you need a friend that's like, bro, stop. Like you know, like like we joke around about conspiracy you don't stuff like think that too, but like that he never, has somebody in harm his ear. other people, right? You don't like, think he has anybody in his ear telling him like stop the shit. I would imagine it's KD. <laughs> right? Like they're friends and KD's a guy who's Pretty guarded, right? Like, 
but I don't. How think are those two people friends? I just don't think what Kyrie does is that bad. I just think he's just like you, like you said, is he an ill-informed yeah. guy. He just spits his shit. But like, what Kanye talks about is like is bad. What AB talks about is bad. Like, well, AB doesn't say bad shit. He just is incoherent and and AB's done some horrible things to people. He's done bad shit. He's, like, he's treated, to, uh, and that's the delineation I want to draw. As far as I know, because we find out new stuff about people all the time, we've never actually. Kyrie's never done something criminal or bad to another person, right? Like, where, like, no. Antonio Brown has, like, sexual assault in his past. He has physical assault in his past. Why? He just whipped out his dick and fucking yeah. molested some girl in a pool in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> like, and it's on video. Yeah. Um, or Dubai, wherever it was. I don't know. But, so, Kyrie, it's just, it's often a bad look. Here's him responding to uh, it in a press conference after the last night, uh, after a recent Nets game. Kyrie, while we're on the topic of promotion, why did you decide to promote something that Alex Jones said? That was a few weeks ago. I do not stand with Alex Jones' position, narrative, court case that he had with Sandy Hook or any of the kids that felt like they had to relive trauma or parents that had to relive trauma or to be dismissive to all the lives that were lost during that uh, tragic event. My, my post was a post from Alex Jones that he did in the early 90s or late 90s about secret societies in America of occults, and it's true. So I wasn't identifying with anything of being a campaign, a campaignist for Alex Jones or anything. I was just there to post, and it's funny, and it's actually hilarious because out of all the things I posted that day, that was the one post that everyone chose to, chose to see. It just goes back to the way our world is and works. Yeah. I'm not here to complain about it. I just exist. And to follow up on the promotion of the movie and the book. Can you please stop calling it a promotion? What am I promoting? Put it out on your platform. But I'm promoting it? Do you see me doing, do you see By me in front of the, it out there, the people title? are going to say that you are yeah, promoting. Yeah, put it out there, just like you put things out there, right? Yeah, but I, okay. I, it's not You put stuff. things out there for a living, right? Right, but my Great. stuff is Great. not so let's move on. filled let's with anti-Semitic Let's stuff. move on. Don't dehumanize me up here. I, I'm, not, I'm not doing I'm that. Another You're human free being. to post. I can what, post whatever I want, so say that what? and shut it down and move on to the next question. But Kyrie, you have to understand that by I don't have post, to understand anything from you. But, but it's not me. Nothing. By it's no people that you're making you up, bro. Move on. But by posting move what on. you Next question. Anybody Do you guys have any more questions for me? They're going to say, you guys have any more questions? Because this is going to be a clip. Beliefs. This is going to be a clip that he's going to marvel at. Is this any more questions? But you're not answering the question. Oh, this is another answering your question. Oh, my God. Let's make another Instagram clip so we could be famous again. Next question. Kyrie, basketball related. But so, so Nick Friedel from ESPN was the reporter. Jewish. Is he? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't but, know. but the thing is, is like, he's not looking to go viral. He's... He's a reporter. He's looking he's for already, an explanation. He's already got a platform. He's already famous. He, 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 like, he's doing his job. And, and he's saying, don't dehumanize me while he's dismissing him. Yeah. It's just, like, he handled that softball question, by the way. Softball question. Just be like, you know, I didn't realize it. I'm sorry. Yeah, like, listen. Just say you're sorry, bro. But, that, that's, but that's, like, when I was, I, we were talking about it before, but, like, when I saw AB on, on PBD, on, on Paul Bet David's podcast, and... It's kind of that, except a lot more incoherent. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing where it's like, don't, don't, um, you don't know me, so don't generalize on based on what I post online and as if that's me. But all we have is that. Yeah. So tell us something else. You For know, sure. you tell us, show us something else, and we'll go there. But and all like, we have is this right but now. The thing is, like, we we realize, like you and I, for example, like who we are online, who we are on the show. 
is a version of our personalities, but we're not entirely that person. We're yeah. playing we're playing characters because we're trying yeah. to be entertaining. Yeah. But um, at the same time, like the people who who know us, a will know who we really are. But then outside of that, we also recognize there's a responsibility, right? Like. <laughs> I'm not going to share something anti-Semitic on my social media. No. Because I don't want people to take that seriously and move on. And, like, we don't have the reach, obviously, of, like, Kyrie Irving. Like, no. You know, he has 18 million followers. Yeah. Like, you you got to realize that comes with some responsibility, yeah, right? Absolutely. Like, And it's he's treating it as if, well, I post shit online like everybody else posts shit online. No, it's not the same when it's you do it, same. man. It's not the same. No. It's, it's not the same because you have a much bigger reach. So when you're posting something, you know that you're going to hit a certain number in people you've reached yeah. same thing with us when we post we have uh, like 1700 followers on instagram we know that we'll probably get 10 to 20 percent of those people watching our stories or whatever the case may be so we know that like imagine he has to know that people are going to read the article that he posts but imagine like and people are going to interpret the fact that he's sharing it which means that he agrees with something in this article what do you agree with what are you talking about and uh, that he can't answer that imagine we put up something in our stories right yeah. and we run into somebody and they're like they're clearly neo Nazis, and like, yeah. finally, you guys understand. Finally, just people understand. Yeah, this. finally. Like, I would be horrified. Of course, <laughs> right? Of course. And it's like dehumanize. Okay, I get you. Listen, I understand the athlete being frustrated with. I want. I do my own thing. It's if it's not about basketball, don't ask me. Like, I understand that. But when it comes to hate, especially for a guy who's been so vocal against hate, and he came out after, and he like started like some sort of. Fond it got, it's gotten weirder and weirder since. I don't know what's going on, but I saw that he's like he started some uh, some anti defamation. He didn't start. He's he's donating five hundred thousand okay. to the anti defamation. Okay, that's what it is. Okay, oh, so he's doing so he's doing events. that, which is very on brand with Kyrie. Yeah. So that's fine. Say I made a mistake, like you said, I made a mistake. I posted this thing, it was wrong. I apologize. Yeah. Just letting you guys know, I just gave five hundred thousand dollars to an anti defamation organization, so we're shutting it down right now. Yeah. That's where it ends. But like, and then uh, Adam Silver today came out and said that he's disappointed that uh, Kyrie didn't give an unqualified apology. An unqualified apology? Well, because it's always like, "Well, I'm sorry, but like, like here, oh he's like, yeah, okay. He's like, I didn't mean to share an Alex Jones thing. I don't write with Alex Jones, but this but, is true. And now he actually says like, but it's true. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on, man. Yeah, like, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> you can't say both things. Yeah. They don't. Burn they some, mean the opposite. Burn some sage and fucking skip a few games. <laughs> and so. Oh, uh, <coughs> that's, you know, and Adam Silver likely is going to suspend him, by the way, because you, you can be suspended for what you say in post in the NBA. It's for sure, yeah, because it's part of the Kobe was suspended at the height of his power for, for using a homophobic slur. It's part of the reason why they get 80% of the... No, 52%, but oh, still. 52% of the revenue. That's a lot of money. Yeah. yeah, it's part of the reason. Yeah. Um, So, the Nets went out to fire Steve Nash this week that we talked about. <laughs> we did that one. Oh... Uh, and but it looks like they're gonna hire Ime Udoka. Who's Weird, being investigated for rape, potential because we don't Mom. so sexual assault. The the initial report was as a consensual relationship, but that's not the woman who said so. It was he who said so. Well, <laughs> Woj, which is his agent, they're represented by the same agency. Woj oh, okay, I was gonna say Woj is an agent. Woj is the mouthpiece for agents. Oh, I knew that. But I was like, he's an agent? No, I mean, that's the next step. He's making money on That's this? the next step. It has to be. That's fucking Imagine crazy. the agents be like, we don't need Woj. We're just going to on our shit. I just want to be Kent Bazemore's agent. That's, I just want to be that guy's <laughs> agent. If I had to pick one guy, because it's the easiest job. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay, Bazemore listen. Bazemore had his own shoe, by the way. What? He had his own Adidas. 
What can Eagle? Can you pull up Ken Bazemore's Adidas shoe, please? I want, if I'm not mistaken, I want to say Ken Bazemore has Adidas. I'm, Ima- I'm, like, it's I'm the like easiest job sure. ever. Imagine like, mm-hmm. like I could have been Ken Bazemore's agent because clearly the was the Warriors that paid him. They're just like, yeah, we're just gonna give you all this money for no reason. Yeah, I don't have to work. It was the Warriors. Yeah, it was the Warriors. Uh, the early back when they had like Clay and and yeah. and Steph on like cheap contracts. Yeah, when they were young and yeah. dumb and full of cum. Exactly. I don't think not he th- does. I don't see one. He doesn't anymore. Oh, okay. No, I don't think he does now. But there's no way he has one. He does, no, no. <laughs> he's, I don't even think he's a those rotational are, player. He's those, a, are, those, are shipped, those are shipped off to impoverished countries. Yeah. Those shoes. Um, but yeah, so without having that situation resolved, they hired him and also they're hiring him and also he's still in the play of the Celtics so they're going to have to give like picks to get him to what? be... I don't know. I don't know. It's just a weird, <laughs> weird situation. For I guess I guess if they hired a is it listen <coughs> like he's tough. a good coach. Is there wrong. nobody he, else available? I was sh- like the, the best series I saw all year last year was Boston against the Heat because him and Spolstra just great great coaching matchup. Like, yeah, those two guys were doing amazing things schematically. I love when new coaches come into play. Sorry, I love when new coaches come into play. Yeah. So do you know what the new coach for the uh, interim coach for the Auburn Tigers is? Who Cadillac Williams. Oh, Cadillac Williams. Yeah. That uh, makes me feel so old. That's, that's exactly what I said. Mo Khan said. I sent it to Mo Khan today. I'm like, fuck, I feel so old, yeah. man, just because of this. Like, it's crazy. I drafted him in CJIP when it was his first pl- first year in the NFL. Really? I drafted him in my oh, fantasy. In fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, I remember using him in, like, Madden or Yeah, him like, and, him and uh, or 2K. Uh, the guy that played for Miami. They were the Auburn uh, running backs there. Uh, uh, Rodney. Ronnie Brown. Ronnie Brown. Ronnie Brown, yeah. Ronnie Brown. Then he played for the Chargers too. That, that, that was the good old days. Yeah. Julio Jones for the Cowboys. Marion Barber. Julio Jones still playing. <laughs> no, Julius Jones. Sorry. Oh, Julius Jones. Okay. Remember the running back? Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Uh, Marion Barber. Marion Barber. I love Marion Barber. No. Uh, who didn't Ryan like? Ryan like a psychopath. Who didn't like Marion Barber? Like yeah. that guy. Remember that run he made in the end zone, and he just busted it out after. Like, how do you not like a guy like Marion Barber? I how? just remember even seeing Marion Barber was like, "That's gonna hurt when he's old." Oh yeah, for sure. Like, that dude's body's not gonna be okay. There's no way he can walk right now. There's no way. Um. We're amidst the World Series. Yes, we are. Phillies are about to smoke. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, I want I want it on record. That's not a no hitter last night. It's not no hitter. Not no combined no hitters. Not no hitter. Four pitch. Four pitchers. Yeah. Four pitchers. Three of them had one inning. Yeah. That's not a. That's not a four hitter. That's not a no hitter. I mean, it is a no hitter, but if you're gonna tell me, you can't say no hitter. You have to say, would you say combined no hitter? That's no-hitter. the word. You have to say that all the time. Yeah. Also, it, who cares? My friend Eric messages. Are you guys watching the no hitter? I'm like, I'm watching, but it's not a no hitter. Well, I, it's a different pitcher. <laughs> Ian Carmel said uh, last night the 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 Portland Trail Blazers broke broke Wilts Chamberlain's uh, scoring record. If <laughs> they combined to break his, his scoring record, so it's the same thing. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. It's the Houston. It's Astros, not the same achievement. The Houston Astros pitched the perfect game today. Cause here, look. Let me, get, let me say two things to you. Let's gauge your yeah. reaction. Will Chamberlain scored 100 points. Oh, sick. The Blazers scored 100 points. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but apparently, Lance McCullers has been tipping pitches. How? Um, so, apparently, it's in the positioning of his glove. And I I was thinking about this. Like, anything, is, anything, huh? Is there a thing that is we... Is there a video or something? I don't know. I, I don't, don't remember what I linked to. Oh, okay. Uh, Eagle, look at it in preview if you can. Because it says bomb threat here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I was thinking, like, is there things in our behavior that we can change, that we tip? Like, like 
when I'm going to take a dump at work versus going to get some water, do people know? Yeah. Shit. Fuck. How, how do I change? How do I change that? that <laughs> how, do, how do how do I change that that tip pitch, so to speak? I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what he's doing. I have to see what he's doing. Like, what's a tip pitch? It, it's such a like. A, apparently, it's just the way he has his glove position when it was like a slider or something. And so you can oh, sit on it man. and then you can hammer it. And like Bryce, you see Bryce Harper going to the going to the, to, to the dugout and like immediately grabbing like his manager and like telling him something. Oh no, that was that was uh, that was the Alec Baum and then a bomb. Oh, and yeah, yeah. then and then he hit a home run. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if it's if it's a tendency, it's not you're not tipping pitches. But I guess it's like at poker where you have like a, a tell a tell right. Yeah. Like is that the thing? Is it the same thing? I mean, office reference here. Whenever Jim coughs, it means he had a good hand. That's true. Yeah, that's true. There you go. Once again, we reference the office. Oh, yeah, One, once a week. Whenever chi- whenever Kevin drops a pot, it's chilly. <laughs> <laughs> but best, yeah, I, just, I, I was wondering about that. Like, like, are there th- like, what do you think you tip the most? I, I for me, it has to be go take a shit at work. Waitresses. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do I t- like? What's my biggest tell? Yeah. I mean, you're just saying it, but it's when I, t- I have to take a shit at home. I grab my phone. That's my biggest thing. If I grab my phone and go to the bathroom, I'm in there for 10, 15 minutes. I'm taking a deuce. 10, 15 is not bad. Yeah. That's that's the colon of a young man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, I've had to take like these like probiotics and stuff and nice. greens just to kind of be more regular because I had a problem for a while. I was getting constipated. It was fucking weird. See, this is the conversation. I was I a very regular shitter. This before. is the baseball conversation I wanted to have with Duke two weeks ago, and oh, we yeah. couldn't. We talked. He about got too serious. Baseball. He always, get, he always gets so angry when it comes to baseball. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's the most intense baseball fan. It doesn't make sense. It makes yeah. no fucking sense. But anyway, uh, but if you want to see really intense baseball fans, check out this baseball fight. There was a fight at a baseball game. Oh, I didn't. Doesn't let go of the phone. Did you notice? Yeah. Never lets go of the phone. Phone versus phone. So I will say that the, also that was like a, a combined no hitter. It was definitely a no hitter. Um, that was not a fight. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't a fight. It was, but like I, I, I can't even like I, I love can't the two even women holding onto their phones. Yeah, it's like I, I just in case my boyfriend calls. Yeah, <laughs> just in, just in case I gotta get an Uber. <laughs> I, I, I can't get trapped in the stadium. <laughs> it's a good, look, it's a good idea. Just maybe put it in your pocket. Before I just, fighting. I see people at sporting events, and you can tell some of them are just like ready to fight somebody all it's the so time. Weird to Americans me. are fucking angry all the time. Well, I guess that's the issue that we started the yeah, show that's with. Why right? Twitter, um, Twitter exists for these people. It's, I, I don't like. There's not that many situations that I go into. So you're saying they have a tell? <laughs> you're saying they're tipping their they're pitch? T- yeah, they are tipping their pitch. But I, I can't. I can't imagine a situation like I guess they're drinking, but drinking makes me less likely to fight personally. I just want to go sleep in the corner. Drinking is yeah, I don't want to scrap. I'm a very lovey person when I'm drunk. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't think it makes me really that angry. Baseball makes Duke that angry, so maybe Duke's Idiots the right person me. to yeah, ask. Yeah, yeah, Duke, yeah, Duke <laughs> is ready to scrap anybody oh, at all times. Yeah, I, I don't think I've been that angry about anything in my life. Have you ever been into a fist fight? When I was younger, yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay. getting to a lot. When's the last what? year? When's the last one? The last one I remember because I was 19 years old, and Duke and I were at a bar, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a pool table. We we're supposed to have next. These other guys in front of us, but they're kind of being dicks. Yeah. And I grabbed a pool ball because I was going to smash a dude with it. Ah, nice. And Duke 
my much younger brother. <laughs> at the time, he must have been. Oh, he's seventeen. Fourteen? No. Yeah. Not that much older than dude. Five years. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. Which he was in a bar with me at fourteen. I, I guess I just Standard. made that admission. But anyway, he, he was a bit. He was like six foot one at the time. So like he's the same height as he is now. So he um, basically he like pulled me aside and was like, "You're over eighteen now. That's a you can't just hit a guy with a pool ball. Yeah, you're gonna go to jail. And that was like it was like the tipping point in my life. I was like, oh, I don't. Need, why am I fighting for? Yeah, yeah. It, like it, it, my whole worldview changed mm-hmm. in that moment. We got. I mean, the last one was a, a buddies and a few buddies and I. We got into a little scrap of some bouncers at a club, but that was it. But and it's like I realized after it's like okay it's a good story we we talk about it you know once in a while because it was fun but like it was funny how it happened yeah and but it's like I don't want to do that shit anymore like mm-hmm. I avoid problems man the, we used to have a, a fight club in my high school and we used to hide the uh, the gloves in the alleyway yeah and they would often in winter get frozen <laughs> and really hurt and this is a tradition that was like passed down and like Duke came to the same high school so five years later yeah and he was a senior one day he comes home from school. And his white shirt covered completely in blood. And I opened the door. And I'm like, yo, what's up? And he's like, don't worry. It's not mine. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah, 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 it's not my blood. Don't Nobody <laughs> makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> it was a classic. You should see the other guy. Yeah, yeah. I uh, love that. You're not that guy, pal. One last thing about the game. There was one pettiness that I kind of really loved. Um, the There was a restaurant that, uh, that refused to serve. Uh, was it Phillies fans or, or Astros fans? No, it was Astro fans. So Astro basically, fans, yeah. they, they went to Philly? order stuff from Angelo's Pizzeria in South Philly. Oh, Angelo's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's like a fucking. If you think spot. that I cooked for the Astros, you're out of your mind. We said no to them. <laughs> we said and no uh, to them. And after they uh, posted that video, they then got bomb threats at the restaurant. Which, of course. Why, why not? Why would you. Why, why? The only, the only uh, response to not getting pizza is death threats. <laughs> yeah, I guess. If I don't get my pizza on time, I'm pissed. Well, we found the one thing. We found the one thing that gets you angry enough. Yeah, to pizza. No pizza. Can Eagle. you imagine just uh, if, like, let's say, like the Stanley Cup and everything, right in Montreal, if restaurants would refuse to serve food to uh, whoever? Yeah, yeah. Mo- like, Montreal is too competitive an industry where it's like, no, we need money. <laughs> let's go. No, no, they would take them in and just like spit in their food or something. Yeah, like, that's basically what it would yeah. be. Yeah, yeah. Or the owners would be like, "Fuck the Habs, have yeah. some good food," you know, like, yeah. "Fuck them, um, fuck them." Season Zabita. tickets, bastards. Fuck them. Let me recommend the wine. <laughs> it costs eight thousand dollars <laughs> a bottle. Um. What do you recommend? This one. Why? It's Fuck expensive. you. That's why. Yeah. Eagle, what's the game tonight? We have the Eagles versus the Texans. All right. Who's the MVP? Holy fuck. I feel like I got to go with UPs. The script, nice. oh, is, really good. What's the script is really what, what, good. What's the spread? I don't care. Eagles. <laughs> what's the spread? 13 and a half. Oh, Texas all day. Texas so, all day. Um, Such a trap game. Philip Dorstead is starting a wide receiver. See, the thing is, Eagles, they don't have experience on a Thursday night. The Houston's are Thursday night black belts. Yeah. The the Texans are starting nine rookies. Even b- they have much more to prove than the Eagles do. Yeah, they're much less talented too. And it's right around the time when Eagles fans are getting too cocky because the Phillies are in the in the World Series tied series. So you're saying you would have taken the points anyway? I'm taking the points on the Houston Texans. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a take the points guy. I I am all about betting unders. I am all about <laughs> taking. Like I know it's I cheer against joy, but. Fuck it! Give me, give me all those <laughs> points. No, I, I'm riding with the Texans. Who's starting? Philip Dorsett. Who's the quarterback? Davis Mills. And long, his long neck. neck. <laughs> long neck Davis Mills. I'm going, my boy. Davis. Uh, I'm gonna tweet it right now. The second receiver is a guy named T. Johnson. His oh. name's not T. That's his initial. I don't know his name because 
That's how little known he is. All in on the Texans tonight. Yeah. That's my tweet. All right. And I'm tagging you because you were going to owe me a fucking... Did Duke do his last week or did you? He did we did them on the show. We live. pinned him back on the show. Yeah, okay, good. So, um, so yeah, let's get to rapid fire. All right, rapid fire. We're going to start with the first one here. Welcome to Sends Him. Uh, Canadian actor, Wrexham FC co-owner, and Aviason Gin founder, Ryan Reynolds, is reportedly interested in buying the Ottawa Senators. Ooh. Yeah. I um, mean, the pool himself. I mean, the owner, he just died, right? So they are up for sale So he can get eventually. it for cheap, is what you're saying. No, I don't think so. They're, they're an up-and-coming team. I mean, if Ryan Reynolds bought in, and now you're seeing all these athletes buying in, like, pickleball leagues and stuff. I, well, the first thing I thought of, I'm like, it's cool that, like, uh, sorry, athletes, celebrities. It's cool that a celebrity is well, jumping LeBron, into the NHL. LeBron's buying, uh, he bought in pickleball. Yeah, Tom Brady. But um, it's cool that Ryan Reynolds, like, there's people doing it for hockey. Yeah. Because hockey was always, like, the... It's like a former player uh, that's part of like an organization. I think like, those days are done though. They don't make enough. Yeah, it's not the same anymore. Like I always, th- I thought it was weird. It took this long because like I feel like in the '60s, the disparity between like the richest people of the time and like really famous celebrities wasn't that much. Whereas well, like now, the difference from like Ryan Reynolds to Bezos is massive. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know. I mean, so, different. but the thing is, is like you can't have celebrities buying into hockey because the the uh, like. Well, he's Canadian, right? That's, that's yeah, but guys that like hockey or g- former players can become owners in the NHL because they just didn't make enough money yeah. throughout their career, right? I mean, we ta- I talked about this a few weeks ago, but like the fact that Connor McDavid is making $11 million and that's like a low salary in the NBA, yeah, you know, a mid-salary in the NBA is crazy. Well, to give you an idea, like Michael Jordan is not the majority owner. He's like the governor. Like he's been appointed yeah, governor, yeah, but he's yeah. not the majority. He's not the money guy. And he would be the one guy the, you would say. Him and Magic Johnson would be the one guy you'd say that okay, they can own the team. Well, I mean, Larry Bird was the president of the Pacers, but he never owned he it. Wasn't, I think that he had a small. Yeah, piece yeah for sure. He did they gave him a piece of ownership, yeah. just like Dwayne Wade has a piece of the exactly. Yeah. So I mean, give, also didn't give him the piece. So Sorry, he bought piece. <laughs> I'm happy that there's new money coming in. Is basically yeah. what I want to say. Yeah, it's if a, it happens. And like it's it's to me it's cool. And it's Deadpool. I mean. It, it, it's cool in these cases where it's like, again, not these faceless billionaires we don't care about. Like, you know what? Brian Reynolds makes some fun movies. Like, if he if he becomes the owner and the Sens don't do like their, their pregame warm up dressed as Deadpool, they failed. Yeah. Failed as an organization. Just change your entire jersey to just Deadpool. Deadpool. Just become the Ottawa Deadpool. Oh, Ottawa Deadpool. Yeah. I like it. Um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's cool. And like, he has experience now owning Wrexham FC as well. What is that? He owns a soccer team in England. There's a TV show about it. What's it called? Wrexham? Wrexham. Oh. He has a, there's a show, I think, on Disney called Welcome to Wrexham. And he's in it? With him and the dude from It's Always Sunny. Which one? Uh, Mac. Oh, um... Oh, McElhinney. Mac- uh, Rob McElhinney. Yeah. yeah. They own... They own uh, they're part owners of uh, Wrexham. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. I gotta check this out now. All right, next. Take Strong. Colin Cowherd reacted to the Bears' tread deadline acquisition. His analysis was spot on, except for when he referenced a player who doesn't exist. No way he didn't do this. This is amazing. Those things up. We'll still have a second, and we're going to give our quarterback, whether he's a one or not, Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool mm. and Cole Komet and Armstrong. Let's go see what he is with Cole Komet, Armstrong, Herbert, mm. Mooney. Claypool is a man. He is a big body. Mooney is more clever, right? You don't want him taking a beating. So now you have Armstrong, Herbert, backs, nice backs. Mooney's a young guy. But Claypool's a young to? guy. Komet's a young guy. Armstrong's but a young guy. But who's he referring we'll give to? Montgomery. We don't know. And he keeps on calling him Armstrong? Armstrong, Armstrong. yeah. He's calling Montgomery Armstrong. Yeah. 
who has strong arms. I, I'm going to give him a pass on this. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm giving him a pass on this. So The reason why is because he talks a lot. <laughs> I was going to say, like, he talks we a lot. We talk Nobody, a lot, and even we wouldn't make this fucking mistake. No, no, but no, one no, of you no, would no, be no. like, his, who the his fuck Joe, are you talking I want, about? His show's hard. He go like, you know it how is, I just yeah. do a show I worked, alone, right? I worked, like, I, worked under, I worked for a radio station for a few years, and I had my own late night show. And when you're doing it alone, and you're talking alone for two, three hours, you start mixing up everything. I called, yeah. and Rob actually called me and texted me and told me my mistake. He was listening live. And I, I well, called... Well, I called... Yeah, exactly. I called Denard uh, Washington. I don't even know Denard his real Robinson. name. Denard Robinson. I called him Denard Ro- Washington. Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's just like it's, he's forever going to be Denard Washington to me. Forever. I was going to say that we have that thing that we do often is like one of us will stall yeah. and then and then you'll either fill in or yeah. say, Eagle, look it up and then we'll start talking about another thing and then yeah. Eagle like, will come... Like, we, can, we have that dynamic because... Where he's got We're that good girl, to make mistakes. Uh, it's hard to think of things. People don't understand. Like the burden of content is difficult. He does four hours a day by himself. By himself. Producer. It's a lot. Like it's he lot. he has that girl jo- uh, Joy. That, Joy that Taylor. Joy, Joy Taylor. Yeah. It's uh, what's uh, his, it's what's Jason Taylor's wife. There we go. <laughs> Jason Taylor. That's sister. Sorry. <laughs> I just did the thing. <laughs> it's Jason Taylor's sister. Yeah. Yeah. And not his wife. Yes. <laughs> Jason Taylor is married to Zach Thomas's sister. It's true. It's. I don't know if weird. he still is though. He is. He is. He is. Yeah. yeah. All right. Elderly abuse. Jake Paul beat up on Anderson Silva, but the return was not what he was actually expecting for this fight. Respect, but when I was scrolling Twitter today and just like seeing the social buzz, it didn't get and make as much noise as I thought it would. Trending number agreed, one. Agreed. Uh, Why? Because it's kind of weird. It's weird. I mean, no, that's a, that's a fair statement. Halloween World Series yeah. Sunday football. This is the worst time of the year to fight. But guess what? I had to fight. Yeah. All my fights from now on will be in the summer. There's no sports. It's like there's like this perfect gap in July. Yeah, July. Yeah. Slash early August where there's no sports. And by the way, all my other fights were during COVID. This is like when no one had anything when to no do. When no one had ah. anything to do and anything to watch. The NFL was canceled. NBA, not, blah, 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 nothing was on. Everyone was Halloween. Exactly. So, so you went in you risking the, this, not knowing that was, knowing the, it wasn't going to get yes, as much money? Yes, That's bro, a fucking fighter right there, I buddy. had to fight this Shut year. Shut the fuck up, George. I just had to get it fucking done, bro. I'm sick and tired of waiting around. It's so funny to me how last year you made $40 million, and until yesterday you made zero, technically. I oh, made lost, lost not, not, not only did I make zero, I lost like millions of dollars just running a goddamn organization with 15 employees. You have so many people on your team. We were That's talking it. about that last night. Caravans. Yeah. Ca- convoys convoys. Of, of people. Yep. But but they but everyone provides more than um they, Eagle, can you get me how many buys, how many how many viewers Lomachenko and I, I think don't. his name is David on Saturday? Go around like I want to know who's watching what. Really. Which is kind of upsetting, but because if, uh, if, if we're saying if we're saying two fifty if we're saying two hundred and fifty buys for Paul for Paul Silva, I would love to know how many people watched Loma free. Lomachenko and I think his name is. Haven't just some people double screened it too? Yeah, I mean I'm sure, but you know like Lomachenko Ortiz? Yeah. Sorry, I was saying Davis. Jermaine Ortiz? I, so we, we talked about this a little bit before the show. And we've talked about it in the past. Is like, yeah, I know Jake Paul's annoying. No, he, what he's doing is good. But like, yeah, he gave himself a pro athlete's career. He did that himself. Yeah, for sure. That's I mean, awesome. we can't hate on Jake Paul anymore, man. Like, he's just doing things that he just wants to do, and people are tuning in for it to see him not succeed, and he's succeeding to a, to a certain extent. You know I've, what I mean? I've been surprised seeing how good he's gotten. 
Yeah. Like he's he's a legitimate. I don't think he's uh, like yes, he's undefeated. I don't think he's a world class boxer. No. But in the short time he's been a pro boxer, he looks good, man. Like, I mean, listen. Up until now, up until Woodley, he fought, he's fought three fight. He's fought three boxing fights. Yes. Yeah. The first three: Askren, Robinson, and and the uh, KSI's brother, whatever his name is, that guy. Like I can't believe people fights. thought Nate Robinson would beat a guy a foot taller than him, it's, I didn't who think, outweighed him by thirty pounds. I didn't think that he would beat him. I thought that he'd be able to like move around because he was training, right? So I thought he'd be able to move around enough, kind of like Le'Veon Bell, to kind of just like get away and you know use that cardio and his legs and his footwork and all that stuff. But Jake Paul's just a much bigger guy, and it, it, that's why the weight class. That's why I sport. don't consider it a fight. Yeah, his fights same. were Woodley, Woodley, Silva to me, and yeah. the fact that he's KO'd decision and KO'd them, or sorry, decision KO'd and 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 decision. decision. Um, you know, give him all the all the credit, and he's making money doing it. According to him, he's not, but he's still making money in other ways. Yeah. But the organization is probably losing. Well, money. He, yeah. we can't hate on the guy for what he's doing. Every the public, I think that a lot. Every time he fights, there's a like a ten percent of people that don't hate him as much. You know, I, what I, mean? I can't find the odds by the way. So. Oh, whatever it is, whatever. Not the odds. I was looking for the yeah, no, the yeah. Bison, rather. Um, I don't think they'll release it. They'll they'll show that because they don't want to say top rank doesn't want to say that they got less buys than Paul Silva. Fair, which is weird. Yeah, which is why they put Lomachenko for free. Yeah. Because Lomachenko won't sell as much as Paul and Silva. So Loma's like, fuck it, I'll do it on top rank for free TV, but just get the bag every single time. Yeah. No, it's, a, it's not a bad strategy. Yeah, either. anyway. So Jake Paul, whoever's fighting next, I think it's Nate Diaz. I mean, Nate Diaz has picked a, picked a fight with his boys in the back. So it, And he called him out in the ring. He called Nate Diaz and Canelo. Canelo's not going to happen for another yeah. five years. And even at that, Canelo won't be boxing at that time. So if they do, it'll be... I was going to say, Canelo would be a it'll lot be a May, It'll be a Mayweather... Uh, Logan Paul thing. It's uh, kind of the same thing, if they do. There's not a way he beats Mayweather, though, right? Like No, I mean Logan Paul when he fought Mayweather, remember? Okay, so yeah. Jake Paul's going to do something like that, where it's going to be like they're going to fight to a decision, Canelo's going to win, and then give Jake Paul his respect in the ring, and then Jake Paul's going to be 10-1 and one at that time, and he's yeah. going to be the highest-paid boxer that went the, distance, thought, thought, went the distance with Canelo. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's basically what it's going to be. But like, if it was a real fight he wouldn't <laughs> like I, no he, i mean maybe right now no because canelo's not really like a a knockout dude well, per se there's the story of um uh what's uh, what's that the, the famous the boxer with um the trainer uh he was pacquiao's trainer in la freddie roach freddie roach said that uh he invited he was uh, uh jake paul training his gym he came in to see him he wanted him to see him so he went to go see him and M mike tyson was there he said he walked out in 30 seconds he said i don't want to see this guy box like Mike Tyson wasn't impressed really with Jake Paul, but this is like a year ago, so we'll see. But also, like, you get the like Michael Jordan's petty about basketball players too, right? That's like, a good point. Yeah, like it, it could be the ego part of that. Yeah, too. when you're a murderer, when you're a killer like that, yeah. and you look at somebody like that that's doing all these things that's making money, like you were making money. You're like, I could fuck that guy up, and you know how Mike Tyson yeah. is. Like Mike Tyson for sure still thinks he can take him. Right? Like, yeah. I think he can one punch. Uh, but if he, if he can land it, if he has to last more than three minutes, he might not. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Not. I'm going to interrupt this uh, rapid fire with breaking news. Breaking news. Oh, yeah. uh, I love Nets, when we break news on a non-live show. The yeah. Brooklyn Nets have just released a statement saying that they are suspending uh, Kyrie Irving without pay until he satisfies a series of objective, objective remedial measures after failing to unequivocally say he has no anti-Semitic beliefs. Unequivocally is the word. We believe that taking the path of education in the challenging situation would be the right one and thought that we had made progress with our joint commitment to eradicating, to eradicating hate and intolerance. We, we were dismayed today when given an opportunity in a media session that Kyrie refused to unequivocally say he has no anti-Semitic beliefs. That's crazy that they have to say this. Yeah. Anyway. We, we've got to that point. It's, it's fucking bananas. Again, 
just say you're sorry. Just just say, listen, I'm not. I don't hate Jews, bro. Like, like I don't like, hate them. I kind of understand when like you're being held like for seditious conspiracy. Maybe you don't want to admit to that, but yeah. like. This is not a crime. You just fucked up, man. You just, just say a, you're you, sorry. You just made a mistake. Yeah. Humans. We make them. Next. Birdman. Did you guys know that Randy Johnson is now an NFL it's photographer? Wild. It's bananas. So he... The uh, name of this episode is Bananas. He... he I, I read that he gave up... Like, he once, you know, once he finished playing, he started his new career as a, a photographer. I guess he just wasn't allowed to take pictures of birds. Maybe that's it. Maybe he's learning. Maybe he's hired as the Houston Astros. They're like, go like learn how to like take sound yeah. and pictures and stuff. And then he's going to become a Houston Astros pitching coach. It makes sense because um, Houston Astros, with how easily they got caught, they would choose a six foot eight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Be most conspicuous. Put yeah. a hat on. <laughs> <laughs> Put this big yellow hat on. <laughs> Dress up like Yuppie. Nobody's going to notice you. I saw him like on the sidelines of an NFL game, and you know that often I have the I have it on mute because yeah. like, my wife will be watching something else, and like we'll. Have the sound on the Expo, TV show. Expo's drafting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Expo's great, by great, the way. Yes. And uh, I heard it was specifically because he accidentally hit a photographer. Uh, Devante Adams hit a photographer, and so they brought in the big guns. Nah, there you go. That makes more sense. Take this one on for size. Um, but yeah, I just I saw him, and I was like, I remember saying, oh, I looked at Randy Johnson, and I was like, can't be him. And then I, I saw the Why, size no, disparity. No. Why would it be him? That's the yeah, question. Not can't be him. If Why I retired from Major League Sports, I'm not doing anything about well, Other than playing golf. Yeah, golf, fishing. I played with a Golf, group. fishing, and pot. I booked a random tea time yesterday. I played with I three, three old guys, and I played with this old Greek guy. He said he's played 200 rounds this year. That's, that's what I want. That's what I want. Yeah, play. same. 200 rounds of golf. Same. Golf memberships, baby. Twelve hundred dollars <laughs> at Meadowbrook for the year. He said it's it comes out to seven dollars a round. <laughs> but worth it. It's it's not worth it at Meadowbrook. <laughs> no, it's an awful course. And our last rapid fire, go west, young man, in a full circle for this episode. Kanye West has started a GoFundMe page to restore his status as a billionaire. This reminds me a little bit of the Kendall Jenner campaign to make her a billionaire by oh. just giving her money. It's so weird. He's gonna get there. That's the worst part. Billionaire? Oh, yeah. He, they were going to give him enough money. He was. Kanye? He was. Oh, he lost $2 billion in all of this. Net yeah. worth. Net worth. Yeah, but he'll get it back in GoFundMe donations. <sighs> I don't know about GoFundMe. Uh, Maybe lot. Venmo transfers, but I don't know about... I, I don't know. Without him doing... Without him embarking on another successful business campaign, I don't see it happening. It's crazy. Like, Need there's not a two, dude two who is more universally respected... Than Kanye West. After I watched his documentary, the Genius documentary, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm in. I'm, I'm back in on Kanye. After all this, I'm back out on Kanye. Yeah. It's weird because it we've spoken about this. I was a huge Kanye guy for so does, long. Look, dude, I, I loved Kanye's music. Yeah. Like, and and like we've reached the point where we no longer have to use the qualifier. But he's an artistic genius. Yeah, we know. Yeah. We all know this. Everybody That's why he's successful. But like, but even like Yeezys, I remember seeing Yeezys. Like, man, the shoe game is hard. Yeah, and they're ugly. But they made it Fucking work. Fucking guy made it Signed work. Signed a huge deal with Adidas. Yep. Put Adidas back on the map. Like, yep. Like everything this guy touched him to gold, and now everything he's touching turns to shit. It's, it's the it's, it's the Kardashian effect. They ruin every man. That, every man that goes into their how family. How much were they protecting him? Every, that not protecting him, protecting themselves. But it, like, fine, but by extension, like by you know extension, what I mean? Like, yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Obviously, they weren't protecting Lamar Odom either, but like they kept him alive yeah. basically they kept, like, him, they kept him relevant to a certain extent they kept, they literally kept him from dying in in a in a brothel you know what i mean like yeah. um it's it's wild to me it's wild to me that that 
we got to that point on Kanye. That the story we tell later is going to be a sad one about yeah, Kanye West, unfortunately. I think so, I think so too. It's, it's going to be one story of Kanye West and Antonio Brown. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be shocked after you watch this show, go watch Antonio Brown on the PBD podcast. I, I heard, I heard most of it. I didn't hear the, I heard the, the clips. It's you got to watch. Long. You got to yeah. watch it. You got to watch it. And that's our show for this week, boys. Thank you, Eagle. I um, want to thank everyone for tuning in, for subscribing, for watching. Uh, if you have yet to do those things, please do so. If you have done so, please continue to. Uh, we appreciate it. And that's how Terry continues to buy things to do with his marvelous hands. Marvelous um, hands. Thank you all for joining us. And thank you all for letting me be myself. You've been listening to Hot Sauce Sports. Almost forgot. Almost forgot.